it's going down, y'all. When worse come the worst, my peoples come first. When worse come the worst, when worse come the worst, my peoples come first. What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got a show for you this week. Um, usually I say you know, it's a good show for you this week, because I know, but beforehand, because we record and then I edit and I know exactly how the show is going to go. I do not know how this week's show is going to go because I am recording it. It's not live per se, uh, just didn't record with Drinking Buddy this week. So I'm on my own. So, um... Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about beer, a little bit about football, and then whatever else comes up. Probably a little bit of beer news. I'll rate the beer, and then I'll get out of here. It'll be a short show, and we'll be back next week with another Cold Brew Podcast. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. All right, so I know lately I have not been that active on Instagram. I apologize. I don't know, these things come in ebbs and flows or whatever it's called. And I'm on a, I'm on a, I guess I'm on an ebb. Is that the, the down? I'm on a, I'm a down part of the, of the uh, cycle. And yeah, I, and I, it's unfortunate because, you know, uh, I got a lot from the beer community this past couple weeks and I just haven't given back. And I, for that, I apologize. Shit, it's been like three weeks now. Um, but anyway. I uh, hope you heard the last episode with uh, Will Walterson. Uh, like another shout out to him uh, for coming and bailing me out. And then, of course, Mike Big Sexy Silva. Uh, appreciate him and all he's doing for the Arizona beer community. And just hats off to those two guys. Uh, two of the bigger stars, bigger, brighter stars in the Arizona beer community. There's a lot of them out there. We got a whole night sky full of stars i guess you could say in the arizona beer community those are just but two and i hope uh this summer since there's gonna be no football uh on the weekends i'll be able to connect with a few more of them uh, give you some good shows give you some good content and i'm gonna start reaching out to those across the uh, nation i know um you know i gotta reach out to amanda maybe we'll set something up later on this summer maybe do a cheesy uh movie summer uh summer movie uh, this uh, I just thought of that right now. Uh, so Amanda, if you're listening, I apologize if I'm uh, blindsiding you with it. Anyway, so uh, let's get to the beer, shall we? Now today I have in front of me from our good friends in Phoenix, Arizona, from Simple Machine Brewing Company. I have their Brewers Crack. It is a 4.7% ABV Juicy Pilsner. Never had a Juicy Pilsner before. Uh, it's a 12 IBU rating. Comes in a 16 ounce can. A 16 ounce can. Let me see here. <laughs> they have a, a little insignia. It looks like a sports insignia. Kind of like uh, the NBA or MLB. It's got a little figure. A silhouette of a figure. Uh, it says approved beer by the Lawn Mower Beer Association. The LMBA. And there's a picture of a... A gentleman bending over doing some work looks like uh, on a vat in a uh, in a brewery and he's got some butt crack going it says juicy right where the tramp stamp should be uh, if there's one beer that brings all the brewers to the tap rooms it's tasty and easy drinking Pilsner we juice this one up with a big dose of citra on the dry hop just to add to add just the right amount of citrus and floral aroma and flavor for those who like to live dangerously 
make the right choice and enjoy this brew nice and cold. So I got it because I talked about it before and I always wondered if they can make a juicy Pilsner. Or I said juicy lager, but hey, you know, Pilsner's a lager, so. So let's, uh, without further ado, pop off. Oh yeah, I get some of that sound effect, some of that sound editing for y'all out there. Um, I know uh, my buddy uh, Eddie Gomez from Happy Craftsman. He's not too big of a fan of the <laughs> of the pop off, so that was a shout out to him. And let's see here. Let me move my microphone around so I can check out this beer. Ah, uh, you know what? It's not that hazy. It's probably juicy, but it's not hazy at all. Maybe a slight haze to it. It's not definitely not 100% clear. I would say it's like 95% clear. You know, so there is a. Yeah. I I I I hesitate to call it a a haze. Maybe a chill type haze. But anyway, I'll let it settle here. Edit part of this out. Let's see what it tastes like, huh? Ooh, that's pretty good. Smooth. Um, it's not crisp. So I guess it's more on the juicy side. It's it's got a soft mouth feel to it. It's not a juicy boy or a it's a juicy boy. It's not a crispy boy. Um, yeah, there is some uh, some citrus in there. It's definitely definitely not a straight lager. There there's a lot of hops going on here. Um, I really like it. I'm digging this. This uh, try it a little bit more. Usually I have a sorcerer chromatic here to you know I can take two or three sips while he's vamping. You know, through the magic of editing, you won't even be able to tell that I stopped to take a sip. Damn, that's good. That is good. And at 4.7%, oh man, that's damn near crushable right there. This is some great A juicy Pilsner. Man, I hope they bring this out during the summer. I might have to get a, go get me a four pack or six pack case or whatever, however they sell it. This one's definitely a good pool beer. Very good pool beer. I got to give it to some of the, uh, some of the people I know who don't like IPAs and see what they think about it. But anyway, we'll get back and uh, rate this beer later on during the, the show. But right now, it's time for some beer news. All right, I got a couple uh, news stories that I've had stashed away for a while. Uh, I guess I'll bring them up. Um... Molson Coors' Bush League Super Bowl move. Now let's see here. This is on Vine Pair by Dave Ifante. Uh, my ex just got dumped. I'm going to propose. It's not something you often hear people say because people are ruled by forces of pride and self-respect. Or at the very least, pretty <laughs> petty vindictiveness. Uh, matters of love are complicated and beyond our purview here at Hop Take. Matters of beer, on the other hand, are our wheel brew house you know it's easier to write that than say it and fairly straightforward when you a large macro brewer are presented with the opportunity to buy your first national in-game super bowl advertisement in over three decades you do not go for a long walk around your neighborhood smoke a couple of cigarettes and ponder whether the big game deserves you back after its long bout of monogamy with your rival you snuff out whatever institutional dignity animates your corporate DNA, remind yourself you'll never do better than this, and you buy that Super Bowl ad. Love is love, but the beer business is business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't call it friend business, they call it beer business. 
Uh, what else do you expect Molson Coors to do? The company announced this past summer that for the first time in over 30 years, it had purchased some Super Bowl airtime. Newly available thanks to Anheuser-Busch InBev's decision last year to relinquish its long-held exclusivity arrangement with the National Football League for in-game national beer ads. If the company's executives had any hang-ups about running right back into the arms of its one-time advertising partner after its big red foe moved on, they sure haven't shown it. The decision took less than a minute, wrote Molson Coors Chief Marketing Officer Michelle St. Jacques and U.S. Sales Distributor Operations President Brian Farrow to wholesalers according to a memo obtained this week by Brewbound. That's been the standard party line ever since the 2022 announcement. Ditto this. After 30 years away, you might say we're a little excited at the chance to make Super Bowl history. Molson Coors did not immediately take response or immediately respond to top takes request for comment on this column. So what they're saying is basically uh, Anheuser-Busch relinquished exclusivity. Molson Coors is in. So look for some Molson Coors ads. I'm guessing they're going to uh, push their, uh, you know, their more selling brands. Uh, if memory serves, that would be Blue Moon. So you're going to see a lot of Blue Moon ads in, uh, in what do you call it, in the Super Bowl. And of course, the Silver Bullet. Those are like their top two sellers, right? They got to be. Those got to be their top two uh, pushes. And maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a little edge. Isn't that their non-alcoholic beer? So yeah, they may have some Coors Edge uh, out there. And... I guess maybe they're they're seltzers. I think uh, of course have a seltzer. I know they. I think they own Topo Chico. I don't know. They. I, I haven't really heard Topo Chico. It's not a. Eh, they may, maybe they might want to make a splash with their Topo Chico. Maybe pump up some sales on that. So yeah, Molson Core is going to be in the Super Bowl. I wonder if they'll make fun of AB InBev, <laughs> like a uh, like a parody commercial um, for some of the. Anheuser-Busch commercials in the past. Let's move right along to the next story that I have. And that would be Sierra Nevada's juicy little thing is only available until April. On Wednesday, this was back in, uh, shoot, this was like a, a week ago. Uh, the brand announced a new addition to its portfolio. An all-new Hazy series debuting this year, beginning with the first launch uh, last week. The limited edition Juicy Little Thing, available now as a 6.5% ABV IPA, according to a January 18th press release. The new Hazy series, a play on the brand's classic line launched in 2018, is set to feature several limited edition releases spaced throughout the year. Juicy Little Thing kicks off the series and will be available through April. The new Hazy IPA is brewed with a specially specialized yeast strain, as well as Sterling, Citra, Eldorado, and Mosaic hops. Drinkers can expect notes of stone fruit, apricot, tropical fruit, and citrus, according to the brand's tasting notes. Oh, good God, this is right up my alley. I gotta go over to the store and get some of this. If juicy little thing isn't your thing, it is my thing, I can already tell. Uh, you won't have to wait long for the series next installment. Uh, because Sierra Nevada plans to launch the next mystery brew in May after Juicy Little Things disappears from the shelves. I'm sure they won't disappear. They'll just stop pushing it. They'll distribute it in April. And they'll probably fizzle out. Uh, probably still be available. I'm guessing like in June, maybe early July, there'll probably still be a can or two out there, depending on um, 
depending on the area you live in. Uh, what's exciting about the limited hazy series is that we're selecting hazy IPA variants with interesting and unique flavor profiles. You know what this is? This is not. Oh, it might be a marketing thing, but I think it's more of a hops availability thing. It's like, oh, we can't brew this one particular beer all year. Ooh, what if we just come out with variants every year um, and just make it seem like limited? So, yeah, that, that's what I think this is. Uh, let's see here because it's really it's harder and it's getting harder and harder to get all the hops you need I mean I hear from brewers all the time um, Especially the little guys it's getting harder. So what you do you go for variants? I mean, I think that's probably what it's been the last three or four years. That's why there's so many variants on one different um, brand so Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of the article and so yeah, I'm excited to try that um, hazy the new hazy little thing from uh, Sierra Nevada, it's only available a uh, limited time. I haven't seen it at Safeway yet, so I might have to go over to, say, like a, a liquor store or maybe Total Wine. Total Wine usually has something like that. They just opened a Total Wine right down the street from me. I, it's like literally like five, six minutes away. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. The only problem is I get off at 6 a.m. So, you know, when I'm drive home, I, I got, I'll be driving by it like every day because it's right on the corner of the freeway that I like that I get off on. And so I get off at six. I probably pass by the building about 615, maybe 620 at the latest. And they're not going to open until nine. So that means I got to go home. And usually I get home and I eat and do a few things. Uh, like tonight or today, I'm recording this podcast. But like I'll have a beer, maybe two beers by nine o'clock. Like I'm like, I'm already on my second beer. Like I came home and ate and I had a beer while I ate, you know, I took a shower. Um, this a couple chores and then sat down and recorded this. So this is my second beer of the day and it's 8.30. And so, you know, I don't know. They, they, <laughs> I'm going to have to behave myself for for like two and a half hours. Oh, God forbid. Anyway, I'm still excited about the uh, um, about Total Wine opening up because it'll give me uh, um, more options to buy from. Uh, I still go to Ground Control. If I want my local stuff, got to go to Ground Control. I know Total Wine's got some some good uh, um what do you call it some good local stuff but i don't know how long it's been at the distributor and then it gets to there and like how like how fresh is it i know when i get it from ian sometimes he'll actually go to the places and get them um or they'll be delivered right to him and so i know his his cans are pr pretty much fresher than than anything that total wine's ever gonna have i might get lucky though i mean i can't really badmouth them too much but i mean I think uh, for variety, Total Wine's got it, but for freshness, uh, Ground Control over there in Litchfield Park has it, and Tab Savvy too. Um, but Litchfield Park, or I mean, Ground Control's like right around the corner from my work. They're like another, it's another five minutes away, but from my work this time. So I could stop by there. In fact, I ordered on their, on the app, on the Toast app, to Toast tab. You know, I can order and they'll have it ready. I tell them when they have it ready by. I just have to make sure to get there before they close. And it's already ready right on the shelf there. And all I got to do is, you know, grab it and pick it up. Uh, I'm not allowed to bring it into my work. So that's fine. It, it stays cold uh, at night. It's uh, getting the, like the, the high 30s, low 40s right now. So it's perfect. It's almost like a refrigerator. So I just leave it in the car. It's nice and cold. Crack one open on the way home. You know, and I'm already one deep by the time I get home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but by the time I get home, it's cold and um you know it's 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 ready to go but yeah so it's very convenient so i have that and i have um 
what do you call it? Uh, uh, Total Wine now. Well, pretty soon. It's not open quite yet, but they got the signage up and uh, some of the other stores. Oh, no, you, you know what? It is open. Now that I think about it, there's only two stores open right now, and that's uh, Total Wine and Floor and Decor. Um, and I don't have I don't have any floor or decor needs right now. So I really got to make it out there um, sooner than later. All right, so next I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the playoffs, the NFL playoffs, the championship round, and my poor forsaken 49ers and their terrible, terrible loss. Probably the worst loss of the year. Um, probably just because of the way it happened, the they well, the string of games that they won in a row, was it nine, ten games in a row that they won? And then they ended up losing like the worst game of their 10-year, 11 or 11-game um, stretch. And I know they had really bad games in the beginning of the year. The Bears game um, in a really bad... That was bad weather. You could you could chalk it up to bad weather. And then the, uh, the Denver game, um, you could just chalk it up to uh, the... What's his name? Garoppolo just not being in sync. But whatever the case, it was it was still at least those games were closer than <laughs> than this game. It was just a runaway. Um, I'm not gonna play like the what if game, but it just sucks that Brock Purdy got hurt. And I think the the defense played well because the the Eagles offense didn't really play that well. Um, they they only scored ten points in the second half for a team that was quote rolling. Um, they only scored 10 points in the second half. and But yeah, Josh Johnson, he's just not a NFL great quarterback. And then defense, speaking of defense, they were also making too many fucking mistakes, too many penalties, shit they shouldn't have been doing. And so the whole thing just fucking stunk. And I, it sucked. And I'll be honest, I'm 100% honest, I stopped watching. Halftime, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I was done when I saw Je- uh, Josh Johnson fumble the snap. And then the Eagles got it, and then they went down, scored a touchdown of 21-7. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I put it on my phone. Well, I didn't stop watching it. I have my phone. I have YouTube TV on my phone. So I watched it. I had it on the, my phone right next to me on the end table. And I was playing video games the whole time. Because I'd rather, I'd rather spend my time, you know, doing something I, I like rather than watching my teams get destroyed. And yeah, so it was it was a tough watch, man. It was uh, in fact I couldn't even watch it. It was like maybe I watched the full first half and then had one eye on it the second half. So I watched three quarters of the game, and it was tough. Um, I'm already I'm already past it though. It, it, uh, I, I'm not one of those who like live and die by my team. I want them to do well. Happy when they do well. Um, you know, disappointed when they lose. The next day is like fuck it. I, I still have to go to work. I still have my daughter to raise. I still have to pay bills. I still have to pay taxes. I still want to do this show. And so, you know, in that aspect, it, it puts everything in perspective. You know, um, when I was a younger man, yeah, it was, it sucked. It was devastated. Still, I mean, I didn't want to watch any, like, sports center or anything or highlights or lowlights in this case. And now I just got word that our defensive coordinator um, got... Uh, signed by the Houston Texans. Uh, good luck to him, man. <laughs> and you know, I'm not. I guess he he did well this year. You know, this season, but he had so many fucking weapons on. Like, how could you not do well? Robert Sala was doing well, and he goes to the Jets, and he started off good this year, and then he kind of kind of got a um, you know 
the end of the uh, end of this year, you you could blame it on his his running back went out, his star running back, and then his quarterback went down, and the backup sucked. Um, not, I mean, Mike White, uh, Zach Wilson was just terrible. And Mike White comes in, then he gets hurt, and Zach Wilson comes back, and he just sucks. Um, so, is it really is it really the the defensive coordinator Sala? And D'Amico Ryan's. I'm sure they're good. I'm sure they're worthy of being head coaches. But was it really them, or is it just because you have like some of the best fucking defensive players in the league? And so whoever steps up is going to be an automatic fucking like. It's like when George Seifert took over for Bill Walsh, right? And then they're like, "Oh, George Seifert's a great coach. Is he really? All he did was not fuck up what Bill Walsh started." You know, and and I only use Bill, the Bill Walsh George Seifert thing because you know it was it it's immediate in my world. That's the uh, the analogy that that comes to mind first because I'm a 49er fan. But like the defense is not going to fall off. It's not like we're going to have like a you know we were the, the they say the best defense in the league, maybe second best. You know, you can argue depending on which uh, um, rubric or what, which stats you want to follow. But it's not like we're going to be 31st next year or 32nd. We're still going to be top five, you know, at least top 10, you know, it's maybe a little bit of fall off, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not him. I, 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 I refuse to believe it's him and I'm sure he's a smart dude and he did well and he called some good schemes, but when you have those fucking play, when you have fucking Fred Warner <laughs> and, and no one can throw over the middle, that kind of makes your job a little bit easier. And when you have fucking uh, Joey Bosa on one side, you know, Eric Armstead, it makes your job a little fucking easier because they know what they're doing and they can execute those plays you call. So, I, I you know, again, like I'm already, you know, like apologizing, but it's not him. It's the team. It's the defense. And I'm going to bring that up with my brother next week. See what he thinks. See if uh, the Bay Area, um, what do you call it? The Bay Area sports talk is even mentioning that. Um, probably not as, as harsh as I am, but they, they, it's got to be brought up. I mean, is he really that great? I'm, I'm, hey, you, you leave? Okay, good. You know, good for you. Good luck. You know, don't break your ring. Don't break your wing when you leave the nest, you know? So, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, you know, coming up, uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals. I already, I'll tell you right now, I put money on the, uh, the Chiefs money line because, uh, they're getting plus one points. Uh, when, when I, uh, when I laid money down, they had, uh, plus, uh, plus one and a half, I think. I forgot what the uh, the I think it was plus one thirty or something like that um, on the money line. So I, I put money line and and the under. I had a, I got fifty points. I heard at one point it was fifty one points. I would I would have rather had fifty one points, but uh, fifty points is all right. I don't know if I'll hit it. I put twenty bucks on it. Um, it's not a lot, but you know it's more than I usually do. And uh, I'll probably do the uh, the prop bets next week. I'll, I'll write them down, and I probably won't do them until uh, closer to game time. But I'll, I'll put uh, some money down. I'll put uh, 10 bucks on five prop bets uh, next week. So a total of 50 bucks in bets. I just like to have a little action. 50 bucks is a lot. I've never had more than 50 bucks on one game. I think uh, 20 bucks on one game is more than I had. Is probably what I had the most on this year for any one given game. Um, and that was like usually split up. You know, a couple $10 bets or four or $5 bets. Just a little action here and there. And... I went up and down, I think, overall. I, I haven't tallied anything. I probably ended up lower than, uh, you know, I probably lost some money. But then again, 
you know, I can claim that on my taxes. <laughs> the only problem with that is I was thinking about that. Ooh, if, if I ended up, you know, losing a lot, I can claim that on my taxes. And I don't know how much the write-off is. It's going to be the first time I'm going to use the, what, the 1090G or whatever it's called. So I'm going to, um, and I have my phone right here and I have my app, but I could just scroll through. But that's the thing is I'm going to be going down memory lane and looking all the losses and just, and just be like, oh, you dumbass. Why'd you put that bet? Or I remember fucking you, you put that bet and, and this guy did that and fucked up like, uh, I think I talked about it. Uh, did I talk about it on the last show or the couple shows ago in the, during the Dallas game? And I put, uh, I put, I think $10 for Dallas to win the first half and the 49ers to win the game. And the Cowboys were driving down and Dak Prescott threw a pit, uh, yeah, through an interception, and the Niners uh, went like 30, 40 yards and kicked the field goal right before half, so the Niners won the half. I think if even if they hadn't scored, I, it would have been a push, and I still would have lost a bet, because fucking Dak threw a goddamn interception. So I'm pissed off about that. But anyway, yeah, little shit like that. I don't have to go through and, and relive all the moments of, of my failures. Oh, it's going to suck. But if it helps me get a, um, you know, um, get a little bit money back, Eh, maybe it's worth it then. Maybe we'll see. Watch I go through the whole thing. You're like, oh, after calculating everything, uh, it's not worth claiming. So, you know, <laughs> just fuck off. So we'll see. And, and I've, I've heard from different friends who've started filing the taxes and, or started uh, filing their returns. They can't file, it, file them yet or, you know, calculating their returns. It's a lot less than last year. And I remember, was it two, three years ago when uh, Trump in, unveiled his, his tax... Uh, scheme. I'm gonna call it a scheme because he even said like, "Oh, you're gonna get so much back this year," and we did, and it was great, and everyone loved it. But they also, he also said, well, not him personally, but all the analysts, all the tax analysts are like, "Oh yeah, every year it's gonna climb for everybody except for the rich." And it's like, well, what the fuck is that for? And now it's it's getting here, and I, I think we have like two more years of this shit. It's gonna keep going up, and we're gonna get less and less every fucking year. It's ter- it's terrible. Um, so. Yeah, people are. Some people are short-sighted. They just want now. They don't care about the later, and that's what it. I'm. I'll get off my political rant because it just seems like one side thinks about the now and not the later. What's it called? Keynesian economics. It 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 makes no sense to me in the long run. It's like my daughter. She just wants to. You know, when kids play video games, you know, let's say you have a video game on your phone. Let's say it's one of those grinding games where you you know you build up all these power-ups and everything. You give it to your kid. And all the power-ups are gone in like fucking five minutes. And you're like, dude, I spent like I spent like five months uh, building up all those power-ups, and you just spent them all in like, you know, in a matter in a blink of an eye. It's like that. It's if if you don't plan for the future, who the fuck gives a? <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's get back to this beer, the simple machine, Brewer's Crack. I like it, man. I really dig this. And I said it earlier, I'm, I'm planning on buying a lot of it. I hope they have it in the summer. Um, I know some people. I'll, I'll, I'll push some buttons. Uh, maybe I'll do a little nudging. Um, maybe I can get them to redo it in the summer because this is definitely... Maybe, hell, maybe they already fucking do it every summer. What do I know? I don't, I, I don't get out the simple machine enough. Um, I really got to get back. You know, last year, I did a lot of traveling for work. This year, I, I can't do any traveling because I'm disqualified from doing all the competitions that I did last year. So this year, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna stay put. I'm staying in town for pretty much the whole summer. I might do one trip. Do want to get back to the uh, good old South Bay, 
may play some golf, maybe drink some beer. So I'm, I am going to do that at least once this summer. And other than that, I'll probably st stick around here and uh, start hitting up all the beer peoples around here. Uh, starting hitting up the beer peoples nationwide. Start um, doing stuff for the show and the show will come back. I, I told you it, it's eb it eb ebbs and flows. I'm right now and I'm in an ebb. And y'all just wait for my flow. Alright, so we <laughs> I'm going to break this brewer's crack right now on untapped. So just uh, whip out your phones and check out your untapped app. I'm sure you'll have seen my check-in for this brewer's crack. I love this beer, man. This is a great fucking beer. I'm giving it a 4.5. I don't even know what they rate it on untapped. I'm going to untapped right now. Take a sip. And I'm going to type in Brewers Crack. Yeah, with the... Oh, Brewers is... It's Brewers is. I didn't even notice that. I just thought it was Brewers Crack, like a singular, like, possessive. But it's plural possessive. Look at me. That was always terrible in English. <laughs> in... Uh, Grade school and high school, I, in college, I was bad. Um, like I'd get C's and I'd just be happy with C's. Like I was more of a math guy, more of a science guy. Get A's and B's and that. But when it comes to when it comes to English, I hated it. But I re it really I it wasn't until I started like telling myself, hey, I gotta I gotta get my degree. I gotta gotta finish this. That I ended up uh, actually becoming a better writer. Um, and then by the time I was uh, got to my uh, MBA program, I I fucking loved writing. That was great. I was I got I got to be a better writing. I was a late bloomer when it came to um, the the what do you call it the, uh, the the subject of English. You know, I've always been uh, I've always spoke English my whole life, so it wasn't like it was new to me. But anyway, uh, this is Brewers Crack Juicy Pilsner. Here it is. Oh, they just uh, on Untapped is called Brewers Crack Juicy, and it's Pilsner. So the way they have it on the can, it just looks like Brewer's Crack, and then underneath is Juicy Pilsner. I thought that was, it was split up. See, it has an overall rating of 4.0, 53 ratings, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. I love this beer. I want more of it. Make it burn. Drill Sergeant, make it burn. This is, uh, so I'm going to say it is um, refreshing, smooth, and easy. Like Sunday morning, baby. 4.5 and check in. There it goes. All right, that's about the show I have for this week. I told you it's going to be nice and short next week. Um, so next week, Sorcerer Chromatic will be back. Uh, um, he and I haven't scheduled anything, but I'm just going to make the prediction. He'll be back. He'll be better than ever. And he'll be uh, re revigorized. I don't know. Is that a, is that a word? Uh, <laughs> reinvigorated uh, and we'll have a fun time we'll make each other laugh we'll talk about the upcoming Super Bowl I'll get his takes on 49ers football it's gonna be our oh man it's gonna be what this week and then maybe next week depending on when we, when we record the show if we record after the Super Bowl then that's it that's all for football until oh man it's gonna we're gonna have to fill some time I don't know what we're gonna do but we'll do something um, and we will Thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast. I am Greg, and on behalf of Sorcerer Chromatic, we like to wish you cheers. Until next time.
Come first. My, 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 my peoples come first.